Welcome back to Movie Draft House. I'm your host, Mark, and uh, it's another special episode uh, because, as of this recording, Tuesday, January 23rd, uh, we this morning we got our uh, 2024 Oscar nominations. And uh, if you saw yesterday's video, um, I gave you my predictions, and I did pretty good. Um, I did pretty good. I will say that um, I had nine out of ten uh, for best picture, and um, I did uh, did reasonably well with uh, with most of the acting categories. Um, but we're gonna run down the uh, the nominations as they were announced, and um, and I'm gonna give you my thoughts on them. But uh. We'll start with uh with Best Picture. Uh, what got nominated? Um, uh, the film American Fiction, um, got nominated. The film uh, Anatomy of a Fall, uh, Barbie, which had two of the biggest snubs of the uh of the day. We'll get into that in just a second. Uh, the Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, and Maestro, uh, Bradley Cooper's film. Oppenheimer, which is uh, uh, quite obviously after today the uh, the front runner for best picture. Uh, the film Past Lives, uh, Poor Things, and then the Zone of Interest, and that's the one I did not select. Uh, I had the color purple in there, um, which you know was kind of was kind of like the hey grab bag. That's what I called it. But anyways. Um, my thoughts on that are, um, I mean, they're, they're all, there's, there's no real surprise there. Uh, so the, the 10 films that were nominated were the 10 films that pretty much everybody expected. Um, I, you know, I, I could have seen instead of zone of interest, a, a number of different films getting in there. Uh, but uh, I haven't seen it, so I can't really weigh in on it. But it's it's been doing well with other nominations and other awards shows. So, yeah, that's your ten. Um, I think now uh, Oppenheimer is is the front runner. Uh, so uh, Oppenheimer led all all films with thirteen nominations. And usually, when a film leads the nominations category, it's not a great uh, great sign, um, just because that film typically does not historically does not do well at the Oscars. Um, but Oppenheimer is going to clean up, I think, um, and we'll get in we'll get into the other nominations they got. But um, poor things, and I think I think this is a you know kind of one A one B. I could see where poor things can. Um, uh, they they were number two on the nomination list for totals uh, with eleven, and uh, they did very well. That that film did very well um, at at the uh, the nominations, and it's 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 a one a one one b type thing, I think. And I could see where come come March when the Oscars are held, I could see where where poor things can gain some traction on hey it's the best film of the year even though Oppenheimer has really led led the way um since it came out uh but then Killers of the Flower Moon had 10 um 
I really thought that uh, the Academy was going to snub Scorsese, and uh, but they did they they didn't, but they did uh, they snubbed um, uh, old old Leo, uh, which was weird. That's a it's got to be a first, um, you know, for uh, for the Academy, and then Barbie with eight. Uh, two biggest snubs in those, and we'll get into them. Uh, Maestro was seven. Maestro did very well at the. Uh, so I can see where um, Bradley Cooper is, uh, you know, fist bumping. Uh, anyways, I was dumb. Uh, the Holdovers, uh, American Fiction, Zone of Interest, and Anatomy of Fall all had five. Um, Napoleon had three, which was weird because that movie was garbage. Uh, Nyad. Uh, the only two nominations Nyad got was for two, um, was Best Actress and Best Supporting Actress, which is, <laughs> it's like, what are we, what are we doing? Um, I could have seen where, you know, the Academy slipped that one in as the number 10 spot. Uh, and then Past Lives had two. Um, so, <sighs> yeah, you know, it's, I think it's, it's either, uh, Oppenheimer, which I would, I, if I was a betting person, I would bet on Oppenheimer or, um, the uh, poor things, and uh, and everything else. I think if 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 Greta Gerwig had gotten in on director or Margot Robbie with uh, best actress, I could see where Barbie would be a uh, kind of a dark horse. Um, and I always thought Barbie was gonna be a a one A or one B to Oppenheimer's one A or one B, but <sighs> I just don't think so now. Um, uh, for best uh, actor in a leading role, we had Riley Cooper. Uh, Coleman Domingo, which I almost picked, but I didn't want to like, it was kind of the cool thing to pick him. Uh, I thought I saw everybody else picking him. I was like, I don't know, man. I haven't seen Rustin, so I can't really speak on his performance, but, um, the Academy doesn't really do a whole lot of first time actors. Um, Bradley Cooper's been nominated before, uh, Paul Giamatti for the holdovers, um, uh, uh, Cillian Murphy in Oppenheimer and Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction. I had everybody but Domingo. Um, I had DiCaprio, so DiCaprio misses out here. And I don't, I, I didn't do the research, but I wonder when the last time DiCaprio was in a Best Picture nominated film, but did not get a nomination for Best Actor or Supporting Actor. I I didn't do the the homework, but uh, I'm interested in that, is because I think this is probably the first time it's happened. And I really liked his performance. Um, it was really good, and I think the Academy missed this one. And and I think they probably did it because they're like, oh, DiCaprio's been, uh, he's been nominated so many times before. Coleman Domingo, this is his first nomination. Um, you know, he he has he fits in a demographic that um the Academy is trying to reach the LGBTQ uh demographic. I'm not saying he, that's why they put him in here. I'm just saying he is open. He is, uh, I think the first openly gay actor to be nominated for, uh, best black. Maybe it's the first openly black, uh, gay actor, um, to be nominated for best actor. But anyways, uh, good for him. That's awesome. And, uh, I, I don't, I don't see a, a route for him to win, but, um, you know, it is, uh, is pretty exciting for him. So, uh, Actor in supporting role, uh, Sterling K. Brown, which I picked, uh, Robert De Niro, Robert Downey Jr. in Oppenheimer, and De Niro is in Killers of the Flower Moon, Ryan Gosling in Barbie, and Mark Ruffalo in Poor Things. Um, no surprises there, really. 
if you wanted to pick a surprise, I think maybe Sterling K. Brown could have been um, the the snub. If you want to call it a snub, is is Willem Dafoe. Um, he, him and Ruffalo, I think, cannibalized themselves. Their, their performances were both equally good, but I don't think they were good enough to stand in two spots to occupy two two of the five spots here. But um, this is uh, Robert Downey Jr. Um, this is. I think it's him or Gosling. Um, even though De Niro is really good, um, I haven't seen Poor Things and I haven't seen American Fiction, but um, I think they're both uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, uh, a good movie. Robert De Niro really stands up on that one, and uh, Robert Downey Jr. is is fantastic in Oppenheimer. So, um, no real surprises there. Uh, you got actress in a leading role. Um, Annette Benning, she was kind of the surprise, even though she's been gaining some some uh, some steam here recently for uh, Nyad. Um, Lily Gladstone, Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, Sandra Hewler for Anatomy of a Fall. She was people were very lukewarm on her as a, as a, as a leading role um, nomination. Uh, Carrie Mulligan in Maestro. I don't know why I didn't pick Carrie Mulligan when I did these, but. Um, I didn't really, I didn't really like her performance uh, in that film. Uh, go, you can see my five-minute review on it. I think it's on Friday this week. But uh, and then Emma Stone and Poor Things. Emma Stone and Lily Gladstone are the one A, one B here. Um, everybody else is just kind of along for the ride. Um, and ultimately, I think it's, uh, I think it's, I think it's Gladstone's. I don't know. It's Emma Stone. I don't know. I could see where uh, Lily Gladstone's the first um, Native American uh, uh, person nominated for uh, a best um, actor or actress uh, award at the Academy Awards. So uh, that's really cool. Um, so you have your first openly black gay man um, nominated for a lead actor and your first Native American uh, person. So. Um, I mean, the Academy is hitting is hitting their their diversity boxes. Um, it's always been a thing for them since since Academies or Oscar so white or whatever it was the, the hashtag like ten years ago. But um, both of those performances, from what I understand, Coleman Domingo is uh, I haven't seen it, but it was very deserving. And then the Gladstone very good here in uh in Killers of the Flower Moon. So it's not like they're just grabbed out of thin air and just put in these uh given a nomination uh, when it wasn't deserved. Um so yeah, uh actress in a supporting role. You have em- Emily Blunt who has been been there. Um she's probably she's probably the front runner. Uh Danielle Brooks for the color purple. Um I think that was the color purple's only nomination. Um, America Ferrera was the surprise for Barbie, and it's it's weird that. Uh, let's go back to. Hold on, all right, I'll finish this out, and then um, we'll go back to actress in a leading role. Uh, Jodie Foster and Nyad. So Nyad's two nominations were uh, best actress and best supporting actress. Um, and, and the performances were good. I had problems with the movie, but, uh, the performances are good, even though Annette Bening just kind of swims the entire time. Um, but Hey, she had to train to swim and, you know, as far as I know, she, she, she was, she was actually swimming. So 
that's I mean that's cool. Good for her. Um, and Divine Joy uh, Randolph in the holdovers uh, gets that fifth spot. I could see where Randolph wins. Um, I don't think. I think it's between Blunt and Randolph, and I could see uh, Randolph's a first nominee, first time nominee. Frere's a first time nominee. Daniel Books is a first time nominee. So um, a lot of first timers here, uh, and uh, that's pretty cool. But I could see where Randolph wins, but I think it's between Blunt and Randolph, and we'll see how all the other award shows go. Um, and who who cleans up at those to kind of give us the inside look at that. Um, but let's go back to actress. <sighs> I didn't even mention it, and I don't know why I didn't, but Margot Robbie was snubbed here, and it's ridiculous that she was. Um, she is, the, I mean, the entire movie is about her being snubbed, <laughs> uh, which is fitting, I guess. But it's, the entire movie is about, about uh, women being snubbed for... Uh, you know, um, for things. And she's completely snubbed here. And I, I do, Sandra Hewler is, I don't know why she uh, was nominated over Margot Robbie. Ro- Robbie's performance is really, really great um, as Barbie. Uh, but it's it's weird, man. The Academy is so weird. And, and you know, when J-Lo missed out on Best Supporting Actress when she was the frontrunner, um the entire award season leading up to uh, the Oscars a couple of years ago uh, for her performance in the the movie uh, Hustlers. Uh, what's it called? She's the the stripper. But yeah. Anyways, um, it's just I I feel real bad for for Margot here. Um, it just she would have been I think first time. Uh, but no, maybe not. Maybe wasn't she? Um, I don't know if she was nominated for uh bomb was she in bombshell i don't know anyways um she's the snub in the actress category uh no real snubs in in the best supporting actress um let's go to uh animated feature film uh the boy and the heron um uh that was that was a given El- the disney film elemental uh another given it's a pixar film uh, Nimona. Um, I haven't seen it. Her is really good. Robot Dreams. Also haven't seen that. Uh, and I don't know much about it. That was a surprise. So the Robot Dreams was a surprise. Uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Um, I think this is the Boy and the Heron's, uh, award to, to lose. Um, I was really surprised that uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie didn't get nominated. Um, and maybe Robot Dreams is really good, uh, but I haven't seen it, and I've seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and that was really good. Um, it has the same type of anima- animation as Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, um, but also tells a very heart, heart heartwarming story, but um, told through the eyes, or the uh, you know the lens of a, a teenager who's tasked with essentially saving the planet or, you know, New York, wherever they're at. Um, but yeah, uh, they're, they're the snub here, I think. Um, but the boy in the heron is, is probably the front runner. Uh, cinematography, uh, El Conde. I haven't seen it. I don't know much about it. Uh, killers of flower moon, maestro Oppenheimer and poor things were the nominees. Um, killers of flower moon was a given. Oppenheimer was a given. 
Maestro is a bit of a surprise, but um, the the shots in that film are really good. Uh, Bradley Cooper is a really gifted filmmaker. Um, haven't seen Poor Things. Um, costume design. Barbie, kind of a given. Killer's Flower Moon, another good one. Uh, Napoleon. Um, yeah, the costumes in that were pretty good. Uh, so I don't have much qualms with that, even though I said, you know, I don't understand how I got three nominations because the film was garbage. Um, Oppenheimer. Mm, I mean, what, what kind of costumes are we doing in Oppenheimer? Are we doing fucking, you know, hats and suits? I mean, <laughs> the film takes place in the forties and fifties. Um, and then poor things. That's another good one. So, uh, the, the Oppenheimer one is kind of puzzling. Um, but I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I just don't know if it fits. Um, but, uh, and then directing the other big one. Uh, so Justin Triet for Anatomy of Fall. That was the surprise here. Um, Martin Scorsese for Killers of Flower Moon. Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer. Uh, Yorgos Lanthimos, uh, for Poor Things. And uh, Jonathan Glazer for the Zone of Interest. Um, Glazer and Triad are the surprises here. Uh, our snub or snubs was Alexander Payne for the Holdovers. I absolutely think he's deserving. And um, probably the biggest snub is Greta Gerwig for Barbie. And um, it's it's interesting is because you had the opportunity to nominate. Um, uh, a female and uh, no I'm sorry um, multiple females Justin Triad is a female um, <laughs> and uh, and it's just uh, I don't know I haven't seen I haven't seen those movies so, like Anatomy of Fall or Zone of Interest so I can't really comment but I have seen Barbie and I have seen the holdovers, and the and the the amount of love the holdovers has been getting, and the amount of love the Barbie's been getting, just doesn't it doesn't make sense to um, now these these are all you know white people here. There's no uh, people of color, um, but uh, yeah, I just I don't know. Gerwig was the biggest snub, and I I feel bad, but um, you know Barbie Barbie took the biggest hit. Um, had it gotten those two nominations, uh, best actress and and best director, uh, I think you'd be talking about Barbie being your front runner. But because it didn't get the best director, now, uh, what was the Ben Affleck movie? Um, Argos. Argo, yeah, Argo. Um, where he got snubbed for uh best director, but. Argo won Best Picture, so um, it's hap- it's happened before. It could happen again. Um, I just don't think it does. Um, I'm not going to run through the best documentary film editing. That's a, that's one. So this is pretty. Uh, so if you win film editing, yeah, that's that's probably your inside track to Best Picture. Um, and so Anatomy of a Fall, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon. Oppenheimer and Poor Things. Um, so three of those, four of those are pretty. Um, I just think you know, Oppenheimer's Killer Slayer. I mean, there's a lot of editing in that film, and you know, just how it's put together. Um, I might change my mind when I see Poor Things, though. Uh, do, 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 
do <sighs> makeup and hairstyling. Uh, Golda, haven't seen it. Maestro, okay. Oppenheimer, all right. Um, Poor Things, yep. And Society of the Snow, that was a good movie. Um, and I'm honestly kind of surprised it didn't get more love for Best Picture, but um, uh, Best or- Original Score, American Fiction. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Old John Williams makes his appearance again. And that's the film's only uh, only nomination. Um, didn't even get VFX or anything. Even though it had a, a severely de-aged uh, Harrison Ford throughout the film. Uh, which is weird. Uh, Killers of Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. Uh, best original song. And this is a good one. So, <laughs> Diane Warren gets nominated again for her song "The Fire Inside" uh, from the film "Flamin' Hot," the the Hot Cheetos movie on Hulu. Um, do do do. Mark Ronson and Andrew Wyatt get uh, get nominated for "I'm Just Kin," uh, the Ryan Gosling song from Barbie. And I hope he performs it at the Oscars. They they need to throw everything they need they have to at at. Gosling to get him to perform that. Um, uh, John Batiste and Dan Wilson. I'm a big John Batiste fan. Uh, for uh, their song "It Never Went Away," uh, from American Symphony. And uh, Scott George Wazazi. I don't. I can't. I'm not gonna pronounce it. I, I just tried, but um, a song for my people. Uh, the song from uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. I think it's the song that plays at the end, but I'm not sure. Um, and then Billie Eilish and, and, and Phineas O'Connell uh, for What Was I Made For from Barbie. I think the two Barbie songs are the the 1A, 1B. I could see where I'm Just Kin gets it just because it's so fucking catchy. Um, but Billie Eilish, the, the, the better song is What Was I Made For. Uh and she won last year or year before last. Uh, production design, Barbie, Killer's Flower Moon, Napoleon, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. I'm not going to do the short films. Uh, best Sound, The Creator. That's its only, uh, I think it's only, uh, nope. That's one of its only, uh, one of two nominations for that film. Uh, Maestro, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, Oppenheimer in the Zone of Interest. Uh, visual effects, sound is another big one that kind of gives you the inside track of who's, what movies really, um, you know, maybe not because a lot of uh, more other films weren't were nominated, but um, the sorry, somebody just texted me on my watch. Uh, visual effects, the creator, Godzilla minus one. I saw the reaction video to the 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 VFX team for Godzilla minus one when they got nominated and it was so heartwarming. They were so happy. It's the first Godzilla film to ever be nominated for an Oscar. And it was a good <laughs> it's the best Godzilla film, but um really cool. Uh Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, Mission Impossible Day Reckoning Part One, and Napoleon. It's just a uh writing uh, best adapted screenplay. So uh American fiction, Barbie so Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach get nominated for their screenplay, but Gerwig doesn't get nominated for Best Director. 
Weird, right? Weird. Um, Oppenheimer, Nolan gets nominated there. Uh, Tony McNamara for Poor Things, and then Jonathan Glazer for The Zone of Interest. Uh, I think the big snub here was uh, Scorsese is because um, he was uh, credited as a writer for uh, the Killers of Flower Moon screenplay. Um, best original screenplay is uh, Justin Triet, Justine Triet, and Arthur Harari. Sure, uh, for Anatomy of Fall. Um, David Hemmingson for The Holdovers. Bradley Cooper and Josh Singer for Maestro. Uh, Sammy Birch and Alex Mechanic for May December. I think that's the May December's only nomination. Um, and then Celine Song for Past Lives. So I think uh, I think Bradley Cooper's probably got the. Uh, I think he's got the inside track here. Um, and then the inside track for Adapted's got to be Nolan. Um, but yeah, uh, so that's that's the nominations. And and my, you know my reaction to this is is that in a year where the best films were pretty established. I feel like the Oscars did a good enough job of giving us um, some curveballs. And, um, you know, sometimes they zig when we zag. And and that's that's fun sometimes. Other times it kind of sucks f- for feel-good films that are quite obviously very good, do well at the box office, and have a ton of social media presence and uh, word of mouth. And they just, they don't get the recognition they deserve. Barbie. Um, so anyways, tell me what you thought about these, uh, these nominations, um, in the comments, you know, hit, uh, hit, hit the, the podcast up on social media. Uh, but before you do that, hit the subscribe button when it pops up so you don't miss any future content right here on the podcast. Um, but you want to follow us on social media. We're at movie draft house. We're on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, right here on YouTube where you're, you're watching us. Um, we're doing big things. So, uh, give us a like, follow, subscribe, and don't forget that the podcast releases weekly every Thursday on your favorite uh, podcast streaming platform. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts, and we're right there. Um, and we'll catch you tomorrow for whatever five-minute review I have tomorrow. What is it? The holdovers, maybe? We'll see you then. <laughs>